Praise the name of the living God. Amen. Amen. It's good to be Amen. with you guys. And I pray that uh, indeed, in agreement with your prayers, that we'll have stability in the network so that everyone can participate. I'd like us to share some readings before we get into the business. I don't know how we do it, but uh, anyone feel free to read. There's quite a few readings in this, uh, my presentation. So feel free to read when I call out the scriptures. And the first two scriptures that I would like us to read before I pray, and then we get into the business, Isaiah 55, verse 6 and 7, and Ezekiel 18, verse 30. Can we have those two readings? Uh, praise the Lord. Amen. Isaiah 55, uh, verse 6 and 7. Mm -hmm. I, I'm reading from Amplified Version. says, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him for salvation while he is near. Mm. Verse 7. Let the wicked leave behind his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return to the Lord and he will have compassion mm. on him and mm. to our God for he will abundantly pardon Amen. 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 Can I have the second reading as well? Ezekiel. Ezekiel 18.30. Yes. Says, Therefore, O house of Israel, I will judge you, each one according to his ways, declares the sovereign Lord. Repent. Turn away from all your offenses. Then sin will not be your downfall. Dear Lord, we thank you for this word. Great warning that you're sounding to us as individual. When we see the things that are happening in our nation, may you speak, Lord. Help us hear this warning. And I pray, O oh God, that in some way stir the spirit of obedience, that we will respond to the word with the hearts of obedience to do your will. Thank you, our God and our Father. May you silence any other distractions that may come our way and help us to focus in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to make some bold statement up front. In the passage that was read for us, Isaiah, seek the Lord while he may be found. Number one, call upon him while he's near. Two, these two are very important. It presupposes that there may come a time when you will seek the Lord and never find him. It presupposes that. Seek the Lord while he may be found. And then he says, call on him while it is near. It presupposes too that the Lord, there may come a time when he's no longer near. 
when it's no longer here. You know, I like the scripture in Psalms, in various places in Psalms, which says, be still and know I am God. When the scripture talks of being still, it's almost like heaven is shouting. I don't know. I just want to bring it a picture that perhaps we can associate with. It's you when you want your child to be still, there's a way in which you can tell the child, be still. But when the child persists in doing certain things, there comes a time when you literally have to raise your voice and say, be still. I am your mother. I am your father. The Lord is speaking to Uganda. The Lord is speaking to me, to you. To seek him while he may be found. To call upon him while he's near. And this is what God says in verse 7. Let the wicked forsake his way and the righteous man his thoughts and let him return to him. We're going to expand a little bit on that. And then Ezekiel, Ezekiel say, oh, house of Israel, oh, you Christians of Uganda, oh, you believers at All Saints Cathedral, oh, you the Anglican church. The Lord is saying, I will judge you according to your way. I love that one. He says, each according to his way. That judgment is coming, is given. There's no two way about it. But God is saying, according, each person according to his way. And he says this, he, this warning comes again. Repent and turn from all your transgressions. So that your iniquity will not become your downfall. The downfall of a believer, the downfall of a nation, the downfall of a family is unrepentant repentant heart, when we harden our hearts and we walk in sin as a way of life. But somehow the Lord is speaking to us. Thank God for the leadership that came up with this uh, vision for praying and this very topic, forsake your way. And so what does that mean for us? Today we live in a VUCA world, you know, a volatile world. The world is so volatile, including Uganda. Unpredictable environment and climate. What was yesterday is no longer today. My sister was playing and talking about parents struggling. Do I take my child back to this school? It's, it's all the unpredictability of the times in which we believe we live. We live in a world that is so complex. Things are no longer simple. I wish one plus one will still remain two, but it's no longer so. In Uganda, we are in that place where it seems the right is wrong and the wrong is right, where evil is even appreciated in some quarters. That's how complex we are. But to add to all those three, we live in a very ambiguous time. Things are no longer. Black is not black. White is not white. The Intentional ambiguity in which we live puts so much pressures upon us. Unfortunately, brothers and sisters, 
it is in this world that many of us are trying hard to make it a permanent and comfortable place. Even when the Bible says we are in transit, that this world will pass away. We're spending so much in trying to make ourselves comfortable here. And I'm not saying comfort is wrong, but when that becomes the priority of my life, when that becomes the priority of your way, then we need to begin to question ourselves. Have we gotten things distorted? Is there anything that we can be sure of in this life? I don't know. If there is, the one thing that we can be sure of is that our God does not change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Everything else changes. And so we need to focus ourselves on God. I want to go back to that scripture in Isaiah 55, verse 6 and 7. It is God pleading with us. It's a plea to us that we don't miss out on what he has in store for us. You see, when you go to Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11 through 13, uh, Sister Sharon, can you read that for us? Jeremiah 29, verse 11 through 13. Here is God making a plea to us because God's plan for us is there. God has a plan for us. Jeremiah 29, verse 11 through 13. Jeremiah 29. Let me get it. Anyone there can... Anyone else is there? Yeah. Jeremiah 29, 11 through 13. Sharon is... Let me read... Uh, yes, please. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Then you'll call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Amen. When you seek me with all your heart, you will find me. Because the plan I have for you is to journey well with you, to prosper, that things may go well with you in every dimension of your life. Brothers and sisters, God has a plan. And the challenge that we face in this life does not change God's plan. And I want to say to us and encourage, God does not consult anybody. He doesn't hold a cabinet meeting when it comes to deciding issues for you. It is determined. The cabinet is Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and himself. That is a subtle matter. So it doesn't matter what other people on this earth think about you, desire for you. God's agenda for you is settled. He says the plan I have for you is for good. Unfortunately, many of us are distracted by our present circumstances. Many of us are very distracted. And all we seem to see around us is dark clouds. We see dark clouds everywhere. And I want to encourage you this evening. Remember. Alongside the dark cloud, there is always the silver lining. Trust the Lord. He reigns over those dark clouds. Do not let your present circumstance hold you hostage. Let me repeat myself. I don't know where you are, but do not let your present circumstance hold you hostage. In this passage of Isaiah, God makes a passionate plea, a passionate appeal to us. And yet it is not God who is in need. Can you see this? 
It is not God who is in need. It is me. It is you. It is us who are in need. God is saying, turn to me. Turn to me. I have a plan for you. Plan for good and not for evil. Plan to prosper you. You will seek me and find me. If you turn to me with all your heart, brothers and sisters, God pleads with us. He's still pleading. His people, we are the people of God. God is saying, get off the highway of sin. Get off the highway of sin. That highway that you and I have taken, let's get off it and find his own ramp. The own ramp to take us back onto God's highway. You see, what we see here is God throwing to us a lifeline. God is throwing to Uganda a lifeline. God is throwing to us his people, his people, as he says in Ezekiel. God is throwing a lifeline. And he's saying, why do you want to perish? Will you take it or not? I'm throwing you a lifeline. So this evening, let's ask God to help us to see beyond disappointment in our life right now. Let not the present disappointment, let not the present circumstance hold us hostage. You and I must refuse. Yes, things have happened and you don't like it. Yes, it is this way. But over and above that, my God reigns. My God reigns. And I choose to trust him. Brothers and sisters, in 1 John 1, 8. Uh, Aria, would you read again? 1 John 1. Eight or anybody else, if you have one John 1 8, the first letter of John chapter 1, verse 8. Praise the Lord. 1 John 1 8 says, If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. Amen. In the gospel of John, chapter 1, verse 1, can you read that? In the gospel of John, yes. Chapter 1, verse 1. Yes. The Gospel of John, chapter 1, verse? Verse 1. Verse 1. In the beginning yes. was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Amen. And then let's do also John chapter 14. John 14, verse 6. John 14, verse 6. Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. I am the way. I am the truth. Jesus is that highway that God has provided for us. No one can access the Father. No one can come to the Father except through Christ Jesus. Christ Jesus, who was with the Father from the beginning, the Christ that became flesh and dwelt amongst us. He is the truth. He is the truth. And he says in verse 32 of chapter 8, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. My brothers and sisters, if we claim indeed that we have no sin, we are lying. This scripture in, 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 in Isaiah verse 6 and 7 is reminding us to stand before the mirror of God's word. We will not turn to God unless we recognize and accept that we have gone astray. If we cannot recognize that we have gone astray as a family, as a nation, 
as an individual, we shall have no room to turn to God. Because we are saying, God, we are okay. We don't need you. We are doing it okay. Isaiah 55 verse 6 is an invitation to prayer. To call on him who is not only waiting for us, but is willing to grant the desires of our heart. Can you read for us, uh, anyone? Jeremiah chapter 33 verse 3. Jeremiah 33 verse 3. Jeremiah 33 verse 3 says, Call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. Amen. Unsearchable things that you don't even know. Call to me. Pray to me. Ask me. This, my brothers and sisters, is the premise upon which we come to God who is saying to us through his scripture, turn to me. Turn to me, seek me. I will answer you. I will tell you things that you have not heard. The secret things that you have not heard. Things that eyes have not seen. This is an invitation from God. And I said earlier on, God does not have a need. We are the ones with the need. And yet God is pleading to the people who are, who are the needy people. And the needy people say, we don't need you. May God have mercy upon us. To call upon the Lord in the Bible is simply an invitation to pray. God is inviting us to pray. To pray, my brothers and sisters. Never grow weary in prayer. In Psalms 55 verse 7, it's teaching us to turn away from sin. And turning away from sin is a vital part of seeking the Lord. We cannot seek the Lord without turning away from sin. And that's why the epistle of John says, if we say we are without sin, then we are liars. And the truth is not in us. But in verse 9, encourages us to say, okay, if we recognize that we have sinned against the Lord and we confess our sin, God is faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We can only return to God if we first recognize that we are lost. David says in uh, Psalms 32 verse 3. Anybody there? Psalms 32 verse 3. And we see the importance of why we need to turn back to the Lord. Psalms 32, Psalm 32 verse, 3. verse 3 says, When I kept silent, my mm -hmm. bones wasted away through yes. my groaning all day long. This is David. He's saying that when I tried to conceal my sin, when I pretended before everyone that no, there was no sin in my life, when I did this, all I got in return was total chaos and pain in my life. Brothers and sisters, as a nation, as a family, as an individual, we can pretend, we can try to conceal our sin. But I want to say to you, concealment of sin leads to internal turmoil and separation from God. The choice is yours. The choice is mine. The choice is ours as a nation. Shall we conceal our sin and pretend nothing is wrong? Whoever is serious about seeking the Lord will not just pray. Let me repeat myself. If you and I are serious about seeking the Lord, we will not just pray, but we shall prioritize turning away from our wicked way. That will be our priority. It's not just praying, but we must first turn from our wicked way. When we pray without dealing with sin in our life, 
we are joking. We can do all those religious things. We can please ourselves. We can spend overnight. We can spend trans days, trans weeks. We can do all those things. But when we do not deal with sin in our life, well, there we are. There we are. Can somebody read James 1.22? It's important, brothers and sisters, that we must deal with sin in our life. We cannot seek the Lord without doing this. James chapter 1, verse 22. James 1.22 says, Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. What is the word saying to us? You know, friends, all of us use mirrors every now and then. When you see something that the mirror shows you, the problem is not with the mirror. The problem is with you. There's no point in breaking the mirror and thinking that the mirror is the problem. But that's exactly what we Christians do. We read the word of God and the word of God says, do this. And we go back and do exactly what we have been doing before. Friends, if we do not deal with sin, we are joking and we'll pay the price. Whoever is serious about seeking God will purify his life from every known sin. Friends, forsaking sin is not just a surface thing. Saying we are sorry when deep in our hearts we are still clinging to sin, that is hypocrisy. That's hypocrisy. We cannot say we are sorry and we continue to do exactly what we've been doing. To say sorry with our lips when our hearts feels nothing is hypocrisy and it compounds our sin. Would you please read Matthew 15 verse 8 and another person read 2 Corinthians 7 10. Matthew 15 verse 8 and 2 Corinthians 7 10. Matthew 15 verse 8 says, These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Second Corinthians seven ten. Second Corinthians. Second. Pardon. Second Corinthians seven ten. Godly sorrow. Seven godly sorrow brings repentance that leads to salvation and leaves no yes. regret, but yes. worldly sorrow brings death. Amen. These people worship me. We honor God with our lips when our hearts are far away from it. Godly sorrow brings life. But this sorrow, this saying sorry with our lips is death. Church, let's get against this. This, I don't know how to call it. When we play religion in the matters of repentance, we are only doing harm to ourselves. We are only doing harm to ourselves. We cannot continue confessing, say, I am sorry, I am sorry, when we are still doing the same thing. How can you continue living with a man or a woman to whom you are not married, and yet you confess that you are sorry? You are not sorry. You are absolutely not sorry. 
How can you continue to say, I am sorry, and every other week, every other time, you are corruptly receiving or doing things that you know is illegal before God and even by our laws. Brothers, that worldly sorrow brings death. Many times worldly sorrows, we, we say we are sorry when we are caught. But we forget that the Holy Spirit watches over us. Friends, forsaking sin goes deep. It is an in, of invitation, an open invitation by you and me to the Holy Spirit. We are saying to the Holy Spirit, turn your spotlight on every corner of my life. Holy Spirit, do not leave any corner of my life without your spotlight shone upon it. And when this, the, the Holy Spirit shines the spotlight, brothers and sisters, agree with him and acknowledge, Lord, I have sinned. I have sinned. So if we are seeking God, we will not only forsake our wicked ways, but also our wicked thoughts. Friends, it's not just about our wicked ways. What about the thoughts? Proverbs 28, 13. We need to deal with our thoughts because our thoughts give rise to our ways. How we think, our perception, our thought life give, gives way to the way we do things. Somebody read 28, 13, Proverbs. Proverbs 28.13 says, He who conceals his sins does not prosper, but whoever confesses and renounces them finds mercy. Finds mercy. The grace of God is abundantly available to them that would confess their sin. If we claim that we have no sin, we are deceiving ourselves. Remember in the passage we read in um, Jeremiah, the Lord says, my plan is to prosper you. But if you conceal your sin, that plan will never come to fruition. Nationally, individually, as a family, if we conceal our sin, forget it. We will see poverty. We will see destruction. We will see those things that we think should not be true of us. Friends, in this life, we can deceive everybody. We can even deceive ourselves. Do you know how we deceive ourselves? You and I can easily begin to compromise and we tell ourselves, well, no one knows about it. No one knows about it. And we continue to do that until that which you fear becomes now part of your life. We deceive ourselves. But there's one person we cannot deceive, the Lord God. Adam and Eve tried, but they discovered that it doesn't work. When Jacob returned from his self-imposed exile, he continued with this lifestyle of lying to the point where Jacob lied to his brother who had come to receive him joyfully. He lied, said, you continue, I'm going to follow. But Jacob made up his mind he was going somewhere else. He went and settled somewhere else. And there things got from bad to worse. Brothers, there is a way in which we bring needless suffering upon ourselves and our family. Needless suffering upon the nation because of sin. 
that we don't deal with. When God appeared to Jacob and told Jacob, go back to Bethel, Jacob knew it was time to come straight. You know, we don't have time to read uh, Genesis chapter 35, verse 1 to 5. Jacob knew it was time to come straight. And Jacob now turns to his family and says, "Ah, uh-uh, put away all the foreign gods. Put away all those things. Put away everything. He knew this thing was in his family. But for years, Jacob was doing nothing about it until this time. Thank God that he came to his senses. And I'm praying that as a nation, as Uganda, we will come to our senses. I pray that as a church, we'll come to our senses and stop pretending nothing has happened. There's a place God wants us to go to. Friends, for 18 months, 18 months after David got Uriah killed, David tried to cover his sin. And when you read Psalms 32 verse 5, you see what David lamenting, crying that this is what happened to me. Friends, humble yourself. Let's humble ourselves. Let's confess our sins. You confess your sin and turn away from it. That's what repentance is all about. It's not just about confessing. Yes, confessing is agreeing with what the Spirit of God is saying. Yes, the Spirit is saying this is sin, and I'm saying, yes, Lord, that is sin. That's confession. But we must go a step further. Turn away from it. Lord, this is sin, and I choose to turn away from it. Friend, sin is deceptive. It's very deceptive. It offers promises that it never fulfills. Let's turn away from sin. Without God at the driving seat of our life, there is no real peace. The bottom line is that we will never find God unless we repent of sin in our life. Never. That's the bottom line, friends. If we don't deal with sin in our life, we will not find God. We may have short burst of happiness because happiness is happenstance. But we will never experience the joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord is different from happiness that comes. I've not eaten this, uh, you know, pizza in a long time. And to, that day I eat the pizza and I feel so happy. But it's, it's just for a moment. What we need is the joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord belongs to those who have learned the secret of dealing with sin in their life. Let me conclude my thoughts, friends. Throughout scripture, God commands his people who are sincerely seeking him to return to him personally. Throughout scripture, return to him in Nehemiah, in Joel, in Ezra. Return in the book of Acts. Return to him personally. Brothers and sisters, this evening I'm saying to us, God is calling us to return to him. So if you're seeking God, make sure that what you are really seeking is God personally. Not seeking the bread that comes from his table. Uh-uh. It's not seeking the bread from his bakery. Seek the Lord while he may yet be found. Because when you find the Lord, then the bread from his bakery is yours. Then everything else is yours. Find the Lord. Let us seek the Lord. Because when we find God, 
we will have found all that we need for life and godliness. Let's return to the Lord. He will pardon us. He has mercy. His grace is abundantly available to us. Friends, I want to plead with us. The Bible says the greatest treasure anybody can find, the greatest riches anybody can find is neither gold nor silver. The greatest riches, the greatest treasure you and I can find is the Lord. And that Lord is the Lord of silver and the Lord of gold. Find the Lord. But we cannot access that treasure if we do not deal with sin in our life. May God grant us the courage tonight to deal with sin. That we can put off the garments that are stained with sin and put on the garments of righteousness, washed by the precious blood of Jesus Christ. The Lord is waiting. So, brothers and sisters, the choice is mine. The choice is yours. The scripture is very here. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man is thought and let him return to the Lord. This is not an invitation to return to the church. <clears throat> it's not an invitation to return to the to whatever religiosity, but God is challenging us <clears throat> to return to him. Will you accept it or not? The choice is yours. Dear Father in heaven, we thank you for this evening. You alone are God. Lord, even in these passages, we see your compassionate acts. We see, Lord, your plea to us, expressing how much you love us. The love that was revealed in the suffering of Christ for us. For while we were yet sinners, Lord Jesus, you died for us. Lord, I pray tonight that you will stir in our hearts the urgency of turning to you and seeking you. That we may seek you while you may be found. That we may call upon you while you are still near us. As you said, that you will judge each one of us according to our way. Our God and our Father, your God of all mercies. We know that in your judgment, you are fair. You are fair, Lord. But you are also merciful. We turn to you tonight. May we seek you. May we seek you as a family of All Saints Cathedral. May we seek you as a nation by turning away from our wicked ways. Thank you, our God and our Father. In Jesus' name, I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. God bless. Amen. God bless you too. Thank you, Uncle Dixon, for blessing us with God's word. Oh, God. <clears throat> The message is clear. Friends, let's receive God's word, God's, God's instruction. God's... Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your word. We know that the entrance of your word in our hearts brings light. So we thank you for your word tonight. Thank you for the call that has been very, very clear. Very clear. Let the wicked forsake his way. Let the evil man turn away from his sin, from his evil ways. The evil man, the evil woman. Lord, we come to you. 
to say thank you for your word. That it is an invitation to prayer. It is an invitation to, to, to turn to you. It is an invitation to seek you, to look for you while you still can be found. Oh, Lord, we thank you for your word. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your word. Holy Spirit, I pray that you take this word and, and continue to, to speak to us, even in the quietness of our homes, even as we lie down to sleep. I pray, Lord my God, by the Holy Spirit, he who searches all things, he who knows all things, that he will, he will illuminate this word for each one of us tonight, that we may turn to the Lord, that we may turn to the Lord, that we may seek the Lord in honesty, in earnestness, that we may seek the Lord, that we may look for you, O Lord our God, because they that seek you, they find you. They that seek you diligently, they find you. Lord, you tell us in your word that my sheep know my voice. When I speak, they hear. They hear my voice. Some of us are not able to hear your voice, even when your voice is clear through your word. Lord, I pray that we'll find you. We'll find you as we seek you honestly, as we seek you diligently as we seek you faithfully as we seek you lord our god so thank you for your word and thank you for your servant who has brought your word lord i pray that you bless him you bless his family you bless his, his children and grandchildren you bless his wife you bless his businesses you bless the things he treasures the things that people he holds dear to his heart you bless him bless him in the city bless him in the countryside bless everything that he touches bless the water he drinks and the food he eats lord will you bless him bless his clothes bless him with long life lord our god bless him the blessing of god that he will he will attest and testify of 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 the mighty blessing of god thank you thank you thank you Thank you, Lord our God. So will you protect him? Will you preserve his life? Will you shield him against the attacks of Satan and his demonic, at his demonic cohorts? Lord, will you, will you establish a hedge of protection around your servant that the enemy will not attack him because he has brought your word? Thank you, Jesus. Blessed be your holy name, for in Jesus' name we pray. Praise the Lord. A few things that have, that have come through, that are pertinent, that we, we must ponder th through them in prayer. And, and these few minutes remaining are certainly not sufficient. And, and I'm going to encourage us that through, through and, and through you keep thinking, you keep pondering. I'm just going to pray that the Holy Spirit will continue to do his work of conviction in our hearts, in our lives, in our homes, that we may turn to the Lord. 
the key, the key thing that stands out for me is turn to the Lord. Turn to the Lord. Return to the Lord. Return to the Lord. That means that you, there's somewhere you have veered off. There's somewhere you and I have veered off. And, and God is, is asking us to return. He wouldn't ask us if we hadn't gone away. If we hadn't gone astray, God wouldn't be asking us to return. So I'm just going to ask us to lift our voices wherever we are and, 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 and ask the Lord to help you return. You know, some people fail, fail to find their way back. You don't want to get to a point when you can't find your way back to the Lord. When you're lost in, in corruption, some of us are in businesses and you put in your bid and they ask you for a cut and you know that without it, you're not going to get this bid. And many of us are tempted to say, okay, besides I am not the one asking for it. And you're tempted to give in. But you know he who gives it and he who asks it are both guilty. You don't want to go until you have you 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 get to a point when you cannot find your way back. Oh Lord our God, we, we, we choose to return to you. It is a choice, friends. It is a personal decision that you make to return to the Lord. Now, some of us may be saying, but I've not gone anywhere. I, I, I've not gone anywhere, but there's corporate, corporate, corporate responsibility. Our nation is lost. You know, the soul of our country is sick. We are sick as a nation. We are sick. You, you people, the other day, you saw women in T-shirts and placards saying, I am lesbian and I'm, I'm proud of it. We are sick. We are sick. We are sick. We are hearing it in, in, in schools. And maybe your children are not in the, in the listed schools. And you're thinking that the schools where you take your children are safe. You, 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 may be, you may be surprised. Even the, 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 the schools we know as, as Christian schools, let's return, return. Friends, I'm just going to ask us to lift up our voices wherever we are. You can unmute, you, let's, let's, let's return. Lord, I choose to return. I return as me, where I have participated in corruption and corrupt activities and corrupt tendencies. Lord, I return. I return to you. I return, oh Lord our God. I ask that you forgive me. Where my hands have taken money that does not belong to me. When I have I have used and an, an just scales. Lord, will you forgive me? As me, Lord, I choose and purpose to return to you tonight. Where I have taken things that are, that are not mine and I can find reason to justify why I have taken what I have taken. Lord, forgive me. Even when the Holy Spirit has said to me, this does not belong to you. Lord, forgive us. Forgive me, O King of glory. Lord, forgive us. When we have defended what is wrong and we know that it is wrong, but we are saying it is their right. Lord, forgive us. Many of us are part and parcel of, of land grabbing in this city. Many of us, our buildings are seated in places where we know that it is a road reserve, but we put it there because we know that when government comes to take it off 
if they will have to compensate us, Lord, we choose to return tonight. We return to you. Many of us, we've got jobs, but we know that we used influence. We used influence. Maybe we did not even sit the interview. Oh, we, you know, Lord our God, we are as guilty as, 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 as charged. We have no plea of our plea, Lord our God, tonight is a plea of guilt. We are guilty, oh Lord our God. Will you forgive us? You are a God of mercy. 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 So we purpose to return to you tonight. Lord, we return as families. We return as families. Some of us are marriages. We, we, we are just, we, we are just, we, we, we are not willing to submit. Some wives are knives. The husband is about to flee from your home. Lord, will you forgive us? Forgive us as wives. Some of us are not willing to mentor young women, young girls. Yet the, the, the scripture is clear that we should teach we should train older women train younger women we are not willing lord we return tonight forgive us oh lord our god some of us as husbands we have walked away from our homes emotionally we are attached to another woman and we think it is okay some of us are just flirting around lord will you forgive us forgive us oh king of glory we return tonight we return we return as families we return we return as individuals we return we return as a church or oh, as a church a church of christ some of us we are not willing to return we say we are we, we are anglicans we were born anglicans yet no one was actually born an anglican oh god we return we return to you tonight. We purpose in our hearts. We willingly return. We willingly surrender. We willingly, we willingly turn to you, Lord our God. We seek your face tonight because you have clearly told us if we seek you, we will find you. We seek you while you still can be found. This it is an invitation, friends. I don't know what God is inviting you for. I don't know where he's inviting you from, but you know, seek the Lord while he can still be found. Call on him. He's still near. He's still near. Lord, thank you that you're still near, that when we call upon you, you still can be found. Oh, God, we bless your name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you, friends. I just want us to lift up our nation this this moment let's lift up uganda let's lift lift up her leadership her leadership you know the the, the, the word says that the heart of a king is is in his hands he he chooses he, he he turns it wherever he, he pleases. Let's lift the leadership of this country into the hands of the Almighty and ask him that he may turn their hearts and incline them, incline them towards righteousness. The scripture says, send away the wicked man from before the king. We know that they are wicked, wicked people in the vicinity of our president. We know that there are people who give him wrong advice for their own benefit. 
We know that the word from before our president to put right advisors for him, godly advisors. So I'm just going, I'm, I'm asking us to just lift up our voices and, and pray for our country. We know, we know that the LGBT QI movement has powered in money, has powered in money. We know that some head teachers have been given money. We know that there are teachers on assignment to just teach our children to be homosexuals and, 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 and lesbians. We know. Let's turn to the Lord. Let's pray for our country. Lord, we thank you. Thank you for our country. That's why we bring her to you tonight. We bring to you Uganda. Oh, Uganda. Oh, Uganda. May God uphold thee. May God uphold thee. Oh, Lord, our God, will you uphold our country? We pray for her leadership tonight. We lift the president. We lift to you our president, His Excellency Kagutayowel Musa. Lord our God, may He may He take counsel, may He may He be Buhaburua, not Tibuhaburua. Lord our God, I pray that you be willing to listen to godly counsel. Lord our God, I pray that you position godly men and women before Him to challenge Him, and that you be willing to turn to you. Lord our God, we thank you because it is your word. It is your what you charge us with the responsibility of praying for our leaders. Many of us, instead of praying, we are grumbling, we are complaining. We've joined a camp that criticizes instead of praying. Lord, will you forgive us? Heavenly Father, we take responsibility tonight of praying for our country, of shutting the gates that have been opened to the enemy. We shut them tonight by the power of Jesus, by the power given to us in, 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 in your word, we declare every evil gate that has been opened to the enemy in this country. We declare it shut. We shut it in the name of Jesus. Oh, Lord, our God, we thank you for our country. Thank you for Uganda. Uganda, you know that we, you knew that we would be here. You knew that would be Ugandans. It is not by mistake. It is not by chance. It is within your divine plan that we are Ugandans. Lord, we ask for this country that you will uphold her, uphold her. We pray for the cabinet ministers. We pray for the members of parliament. We know people who sit on, on, on parliamentary committees that just split money between themselves. Oh, Lord, our God, we pray that you descend in, in the core leadership of this country, oh, King of glory, and scatter, scatter evil men and women, scatter them from their seats in the name of Jesus. Oh, Lord, our God, we pronounce judgment tonight for he who is not willing to return to the Lord, that you will scatter them from their seats, O King of glory, and you will reign supreme even in, in, in our parliament. Oh, Lord, our God, we lift to you the judiciary. We lift to you the, 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 the armed forces. We lift to you, King of glory. 
We lift to you everybody that you have placed in, in, in a place of responsibility in this country. We lift to you the, the CEOs of the different, different parastatals. We lift to you, King of Glory, those you've put in places of responsibility to lead. Oh, King of Glory, we lift to you our leaders in the church, the, the archbishop. We lift to you, oh Lord our God, the bishops. That we lift to you, the, 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 the clergy, the pastors, the genuine pastors, the true men and women who are dedicated to serving you and are leading. Lord our God, we, we pray tonight that you will empower us, oh King of Glory. Empower them. Empower them empower them with boldness to, to, to confront the enemy, to take on the enemy head on long. Lord, we pray that you will strengthen our feeble knees, strengthen our leaders, strengthen their feeble knees, O King of glory, even as we petition heaven that the soul of our country will be preserved. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be the name of Jesus. We thank you for families. I just want to ask us to lift up our voices and pray for the family. Pray for the family. Pray for your family. Pray for the families of your neighbors. Pray. Pray for the families in this country. Pray. There are broken families. There are families where their children have told them openly, I am gay. Pray there's brokenness. Pray the enemy is scattering marriages. Pray. Lord, we thank you for our family. We know that the family is the smallest unit. It, it, it is without the family, the nation is, is there's no nation. It is the different families that make up the nation. Heavenly Father, that's why we pray for the fabric of the family in this country, O King of Glory, that you preserve families. You preserve families. You preserve families. Lord, we pray for families that are being scattered. Lord, that you bring them back. We pray for marriages where there's disunity. We pray for unity tonight. Heavenly Father, we pray for children who are wayward. Father, we pray that you draw them close to their parents. Even tonight, O King of Glory, Lord, we lift to our families in this country. Heavenly Father, we ask, oh Lord our God, that you preserve the family. You preserve the family. You preserve the families, oh King of Glory. Blessed be your the struck behavior. Lord, we ask for mercy. We plead for mercy for them. We plead for mercy. We lift your children who have been confused into this movement. Father, we we, 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 we call them back. We call them back. We call them back. We, we, we receive them back. We claim them back. We take them forcefully back. Oh, Lord, our God, our children, for those that are not yet confused, Father, we pray you protect them even as we take them to schools. Lord, be glorified. Be magnified. Be exalted. Yes, I know that there's somebody struggling to raise school fees. Oh, God. Oh God, there are people that are struggling to even find food 
Father, we pray for provision. We ask that you provide, you provide, provide, oh Lord our God, for the glory and honor of the name of Jesus. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord our God. We lift to you the leadership at the cathedral. Thank you for the provost and her team. Thank you, Jesus, for, 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 for the anointing, the anointing upon their lives. Thank you, Jesus. Father, how we pray that you preserve them. We know that there's attacks from left, right, and center, but we pray tonight that you preserve them, O King, preserve our God, as they challenge the, 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 the nation, as they challenge us, O King of glory. Will you preserve them, O Lord our God? Bless them, O King of glory. Shield them against the attacks of Satan. Shield their children against confusion. Shield their, their, their spouses. Shield their businesses. Shield them, O King of glory. Oh, Lord our God, and be glorified and be magnified. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be the name of Jesus. We worship you, Lord our God. We magnify you, O oh God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, Lord our God, for you are worthy. You are worthy. We seal every prayer offered tonight in the blood of Jesus. We seal every declaration made in the blood of Jesus. We seal every word of prophecy released in the blood of Jesus. We seal the word. We seal the word that the enemy will not steal your word from our hearts. We will meditate upon it even tonight, even tomorrow, because that's what you call us to, to meditate upon your word day and night, to be careful, to observe whatever is written therein. Father, teach us to meditate upon your word. Oh, Lord our God, as you speak to us tonight. Be glorified, be magnified. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. For in Jesus' name we pray. Praise the Lord. We pray in Jesus' name, friends. Amen. 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 Amen.